the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Let me know if one of the, if not the, most corrupt counties in the South shall decide to indict Donald J. Trump for the same nonsense and we do have one of Donald Trump's lawyers on for the same nonsense, ironically. Um, or actually, it's not the same because Donald Trump didn't knowingly lie. He fought for the truth. When it comes to knowingly lie from a president. As, uh, I have a direct message to the American people. Tomorrow, the team is going to be on television and talking in more detail about what I'm going to be speaking about today. But I want to send a direct message to the American people. Due to the steps we've taken, Omicron has not yet spread as fast as it would have otherwise done. And that's happening in Europe. But it's here now, and it's spreading, and it's going to increase. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospital, they'll soon overwhelm. But... There's good news. If you're vaccinated and you have your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death. Period. Number two. See, this is a knowing lie. Well, that's a lie. He knew what the difference was. He knew the truth and he lied and he promoted a trillion dollar fraud on the American people. It was brought to you by Pfizer. Yes, he did. See, this is these are knowing lies. Here's another one. Last month, a study showed that over 99 percent of COVID-19 deaths have been among the unvaccinated. Lie. Wrong. Absolute lie. And here he sits, destroying my nation because he was bribed to. But it's almost it's almost hysterical to watch this dazed and confused dementia patient stumble on grass like a drunk baby. It's almost funny to hear him speak of things as if he knows anything. Right now we're running way behind China, but you guys are getting us in the game. You guys are getting us in the game. It's going to make a lot of difference. We're going to end up owning the future, I think, if you keep we keep oh, doing yeah. what we're doing. When you start making a thousand buses a year, what are you going to? You're going to need more room for your customers, aren't you? Now the buses, <laughs> the buses he's speaking of exist because of handouts and welfare, and not even that could keep this go-kart company pretending to make buses for the future alive. Proterra Incorporated, a company that produces heavy-duty electric vehicle components, has filed for bankruptcy, listing assets and liabilities of at least $500 million each. The filing provides protection from creditors while Proterra explores options to repay debts through recapitalization or selling off its businesses. The company's shares fell by up to 65% in pre-market trading following the announcement. Do you know when the announcement was, Squirrel? Yesterday, yesterday, 
this fraud of a company files for bankruptcy. And today, the Dimwood and Diapers does a Zoom call because he was scheduled to. Now, normally you would ask, hey, EV frauds. What about the fires? You know the fires, the ones that people can't put out. Is this about to explode? New video captures three Ford electric pickups in flames in a Dearborn parking lot. Ah, that's nothing compared to Proterra. They burn them four at a time. And in the meantime, who else is going to lecture us about failure and bankruptcies and frauds? I know, the office tramp. And you remember years ago how they would debate and talk about, oh, trickle-down economics? That'll work for working people because you see the benevolence of the, of the wealthy... Yeah, the trickling. Boy, am I the only one that's thinking shorts right now? In the meantime, the real Biden economy is producing what exactly? For the first time in history, credit card debt for Americans has hit $1 trillion, to be exact, $1 trillion and $3 billion. That's according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. That big number made public as consumers brace for yet another potential rate hike as policymakers try to keep inflation in check. So let's get this straight. The vast majority of Americans are bankrupt and they don't know it. Their credit card debt, which on average is 19%, that's including the people that have 730 to 820 credit. All the rest of the people are paying, what, well over 20? Now, the Federal Reserve is going to raise the interest rate. So not only the cabal of corruption that is the Federal Reserve, the private company that it is, will make untold numbers of hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars, the credit card company also will make the money, and the people will pay. See, that's not trickle-down economics, that's government-controlled failure, and the backdoor nationalization of our economy. Because Joe Biden, the traitor that he is, was paid by the Chinese Communist Party to destroy the principles of America. And that is what he's doing. And this is the hardest part, is to hear them celebrate the destruction, to hear them celebrate the collapse, the whole time promising to help us with electric buses. Ooh, let's go for a bus ride. Well, here's Kamala Harris, who's been naked on all kinds of vehicles, but she should have been on a short bus when she did this. In places like St. Now, her father is uh, supposedly a Marxist economic professor at some California communist college. She didn't really know her father that well. Her parents were divorced. However, she's going to give you her best interpretation of the bourgeoisie and the proletariats. And when we did recall these fancy people, used to say, well, a recession is inevitable. Now, however, those same people acknowledge There is no strong and steady growth, and the fancy people she speaks of are people that can read with their clothes on. That's what she's really talking about, the tramp that she is. And she's trying to celebrate the fact that for the first time in this country's history, not like the second time when it was downgraded, that's two presidents, back-to-back, by the way, this is somehow a celebration of wages. How do they say it with a straight face as we now have in excess of a trillion dollars on credit cards in this country? 
anybody that would vote for, for this idiot doesn't only gain their sustenance in their life from welfare handouts, be they corporate or individual. But they obviously are so unaware that she is absolutely and completely lying to everybody in this country. But here's a little bright spot. The rest of the countries that are watching this dimwit in diapers, this traitor to the nation, the election thief and chief, Joe Biden. They're starting to get sick and tired of our shenanigans. Dethroning the dollar is high on the agenda at the upcoming BRICS summit. Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa are meeting in Johannesburg later this month. And while it's not clear what the status is regarding a BRICS commodity-backed common currency, what is crystal clear is that member countries will continue to push to ditch the dollar and to trade using their own currencies. Now you see why this is a big deal is that myself included, have grown up with the luxury of being in the country that had the currency the world markets existed on, the most important markets, the energy sector. So we have no idea, aside from the fact of a corrupt mafia government, what it's like to be in a third world country. But those people who are in a third world country have decided we have been so irresponsible, so corrupt, so unmoored from any principle that nations by the dozens leave daily the concept of the dollar as the world reserve currency. This is big news. The bloc is also expected to expand its members with over 20 countries now officially applying to join the BRICS, including Saudi Arabia, which could have serious consequences for the petrodollar. I thought they were our friends. I know we had Bush go there and bend on his knees. He played with him when he was a kid because his old man was a crooked bastard, too. And I had Barack Obama bending at the waist. Take it easy, Kamala. Not yet. We're going to need you to bend at the waist in Saudi Arabia in a little while. Not right now, Tramp. In the meantime, what we have is the Saudi Arabians not only controlling the flow of oil, but backstabbing us yet again. What do you expect from 80% of people who marry their cousins? This comes just as the dollar has taken another hit to its global standing with a recent downgrade by the Fitch Rating Agency to drop its AAA credit rating. And all of this is happening as the U.S. dollar has fallen from making up 73% of global reserves in 2001 to 58% today. That is massive. That is an extreme decline. And that is the ramification and the result of not just an irresponsible Congress, but of a mafia, Don, corrupted asset of enemies to this nation as a president. And his vice president. Now go out and put lipstick on that, honey. And you remember years ago how they would debate and talk about, oh, trickle-down economics? It was named trickle-down economics, ironically by George Bush Sr., may he burn in hell. And it was meant to cast aspersions upon the idea of freedom and private property, the way that the country was founded. And it was meant to be a wedge and a crowbar to pry you from your assets so that the government could do what all governments around the world do, redistribute and control and mitigate the economies. All of those countries that are at best second rate, most of the time third rate. So what happens when we need some of their important minerals to exist on because our government has decided to commit economic suicide and go to electronic vehicles? Ooh, it's going to be great. Well, what makes the electronic vehicles? 
not to mention the magic holes in the wall. Guess who controls that? The same communist country that controls our traitor president. And they've decided, as of today, I don't think I want to sell you those precious materials. This Beijing market sells nearly every electronic product you can think of. And many of them contain gallium and germanium, raw materials critical for the development of semiconductors. China is the world's largest supplier of both. And from Tuesday, foreign buyers will have to apply for licenses to purchase them. This seller says the move is... I wonder if Hunter Biden has a company that has a license to purchase them. I wonder how many Democrat assets and apparatchiks of the Communist Party. I wonder how many lobbyists on K Street have a fast track to get licensed. Do you like playing this third world communist bribery game? Me either. But unfortunately, that's what we have in the White House. Traitors and mafia. It's fair. Is it right that China has this restriction? If we don't have countermeasures, America will continue to put sanctions on China. China should develop its own technology faster to make our country stronger. Am I the only one who wants Kung Pao chicken? I like my chicken spicy, squirrel. Right now we're running way behind China, but you guys are getting us in the game. You guys are getting us in the game. It's going to make a lot of difference. As we fund a bankrupt fraud company, billions of dollars that kicks 30% back to this dimwit in diapers. Boy, is he delivering for these Chinese Communist Party. And just as a backup, they had a lot of congressmen, too. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat. Yeah, they don't care who they have to bribe. From gassy, two-bit California congressman all the way up to the dimwit in diapers. How many plastic surgeries has he had? Do you think he's had more or less than Kamala Harris? Well, she's had to have some on a lot of places. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Because I have $30,000 in credit card debt. When they call, I tell them I can't pay it back yet. Credit card debt. Tomorrow, I may buy myself a dining room set or this Boba Fett. Credit card debt. Credit card debt. Credit card debt. Yes, the next recession will make 08 look like an appetizer. And in the meantime, the traitor treasonous bastard has funneled $2.3 billion to a little organization called the Taliban ever since we gave them a country. And what did they do with their mineral rights to all of those minerals and all of that, those assets in the ground that we need for EV batteries? What did they do? They sold it to the Chinese Communist Party. The export control is Beijing's response to wide-ranging U.S. restrictions targeting Chinese technology firms. See, this is, must be that Sun Tzu garbage, right? Where they outflank us, they outthink us, and they've been buying our political decisions for decades. And now they've got us just where they want us, right? And at simultaneously with that, we have so destroyed the integrity of the dollar, the rest of the world is de-dollarizing. That's Bidenomics, you frackin' moron Democrats and you never-Trumpers scum. Ah, I feel much better now. Brian Gurney. Sean, you're on a roll, man. You're on a roll. Keep it up, man. Well, these, these traitorous bastards telling me they're helping me with their whores of all kinds coming out and telling me. What does Kamala Harris know about the economy? Except Victoria's Secrets aren't half of what they used to be because she wears them out. What does she know about it? Hey, 
Uh, she's a she's a pimple. Yeah. <laughs> that's all she is. Hey, oh, Sean, do you hear about Gateway pundits uh, uh, coming out today with the fraudulent voter registrations in Michigan? Oh, come on, it's wonderful. Oh. They got the perfect system for theft, and I, and that's another reason why my governor, who I moved to the state and live under the benefits of his uh, tenure, has lost my vote again. I mean, there's nobody to vote for. There is nobody to vote for. Nobody. Teresa Brass Coast. <laughs> Brasco's checking in, Sean. Um, yeah, you're right. There is no one to vote for. I agree with you completely. And the Democrats, you know, they're, they're the champions of scare tactics. I mean, they want you to be afraid. Uh, they want you not to be able to think for yourself, make decisions for yourself. They are socialists who want control over you. They perceive you as their minions. That's huh. how Are you sure these aren't just, just empty allegations, Teresa? No. I want to be clear about what the CDC, CDC is saying and what the CDC is not saying. The CDC is saying they have concluded that fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. That's a knowing lie. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Let me repeat. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. But if you've not been vaccinated or if you're getting a two shot vaccine and you've not gotten your you only had your first shot, but Listen not your this second, stupid son of or a you haven't waited the full two weeks after your second shot. Uh-huh. You still need to wear a mask. Wrong. Look, we've gotten this far. Please protect yourself. All of you. Biden, I still see these idiots as I'm trapped in this dystopian Marxist hellhole. I still see these idiots with the mask on. You just heard from your master. If you're fully vaccinated, don't wear all of it with the mask and the that, 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 that. Why don't you and Walensky, you too, Kamala, except you only get one peck. Don't be going all French connection on me. Kiss my ass. All of you. Jim and Lyle. Hey, Sean, have you heard uh, today... Florida Representative Matt Gates's idea that he's floating about um, put bringing uh, the January 6th special counsel Smith before Congress. Have you heard his idea today? I have not heard the idea today. Right, I was bear, all bear, filled bear, up. Bear I, with me. All right, go ahead. Bear with me because it's kind of convoluted and long. His idea is call him for invite him before the jurisdiction of uh, the appropriate jurisdiction, judiciary, or whatever other jurisdiction that's appropriate to ask him uh, to come for a transcribed interview and ask him why he left out exculpatory information in the indictment. If he refuses, subpoena him. If he refuses the subpoena, impeach Garland. Then you will call Donald Trump as a whistleblower before that committee. Mm-hmm. And, and the point being that the current indictment that he's under in Florida and in Washington will be by a AG that's, yeah. Being impeached and and special counsel that's illegitimate. So what what's the hope to work out a plea deal? You see, here's the problem, Jim, and I mean this with all due respect because I love the fact that you call in and listen, and I love that you are still optimistic to play by rules that were set by traitors. You see, this is why they've set the rules the way they did, so that they could legally take bribes to commit treason on our nation and put us in this position. What I wish Matt Gates, who I have had the pleasure of meeting and I like immensely, I only met him once, but I really like him and he's a fellow Floridian. 
What I really want him to do is figure out how to file papers of secession and take all the good states and you welfare roach communist morons, you go your own way. And I cleaned up morons and you all know what I was thinking, a.k.a. Kamala Harris. Thank you very much, Jim. I get it, but I have to play nice. I have to play by the rules set by cheaters. It's like playing go fish with a a guy, a a compulsive cheater who has Asperger's. You just keep yelling things, don't you, Dimwit? Just keep saying it. That works for working people because you see the benevolence of the the wealthy. The benevolence of the wealthy. Find your underwear. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. How about the uh, government unions all around the country striking? LA, 11,000. What are you guys? Hey, oh, oh, oh. What are you striking about? You got your guy, Bidenomics. What's the problem? You see, because all of the nonsense that they were told is stolen by the upper echelon. Now, are they the bourgeoisie or the proletariat squirrel? I can never keep these lying rat bastards uh, 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 by the way they want to be described, right? Who's the proletariat now? Is that me or is that you? Are you the bourgeoisie? Uh, You're definitely not the bourgeoisie. I think that's me. We want to go all electric by 2035. Is it practical to do it now? Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word. No, there's Especially when China holds the rights to everything. And today they just said, hey, morons, now you're going to have to pay and pay and pay. Like Democrats in all these areas. The price of these raw materials has risen in recent weeks. Ah, what are you going to do? Bidenomics. Uh, Tony Riverside. Hey, Sean. So first of all, I just want to say I did consider like I did like Vivek until I did some of my own research. And then when I heard you talk about yesterday, so he's off my list. Off the list for me, too. I haven't really felt easy about the Santas from day one. There's just I don't know. I hired you to be the governor. Now sit your ass down and be the governor. But so for me, it's been it's going to be DJT. I mean, I'm a fiscal conservative. I like his foreign policy. Yeah. That's it. I mean, obviously, but look, I, obviously, I'm going to when he's the nominee, I'm going to support him. But that last year sucked. sucked. I know. I and know. all this bulldog with, with warp he, speed. I wish he'd come I, out. He better address it because I'll tell you the other option. You see, if he doesn't address it, I could vote for who I voted for in 2016. John Galt and Hank Reardon. You know who they are? That's no. what that's who I vote for. You just remember that. John Galt okay, and so- Hank Reardon. That means that these low lives are not good enough for your name. That's what voting in this country is. And to play this game of swindlers, the lesser of two evils. Listen to me. But that's I not good to enough. Tell you, Go ahead. The other reason I called was during COVID, one of the things that, you know, sparked my, you know, my hair on my neck stood on end is all the reason. I don't want to know if you got hair on your neck. That's very, very masculine of you. My Go dad ahead. used, my dad you used to say that your stands on the back of your neck. Yeah. All right. But anyhow, um, when they reported, when they were all every day with all these reports, People don't listen carefully enough. They were giving numbers like 332 people died with COVID. Yeah. There's a difference between with and from. You know how many people died today in America, Tony? 8,000. 8,000 Americans died today like they die every day. That's right. what the problem what is. I, Most people what, don't know that. Now, what part of Sicily are you was from? Exposed to COVID. No, people were walking around. They didn't even know they had it. All right. So when they were saying with COVID, that's not what they died from. All right. 
Now, what part of Sicily are you from now that we all know you have hair on your neck? Palermo? Where are you from? <laughs> all right. Never mind. Thank you very I'm much. Civilian. I know. Bye. I could tell. I could tell. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. You know, my mom taught me everything about economics. She sat at the kitchen table going through bills with my dad's check and her check because they both had to work to get us out of the city. And uh, she told me something. She said, uh, credit is is uh, slavery. Stay out of debt. Yeah. And now today, Moody's just downgraded 10 banks and uh, warned about 25 others. So uh, they're you mean, learning. You mean, Don, you mean like seven months ago when we talked about banks, when they started going yep. out under and the most connected yep. got bailed out and we said this is a bad sign and all those banks. What do you mean? You mean what the Federal Reserve did didn't save them? Of course not. Because this they're is the trajectory. And the problem, Don, is too many of our parents and our grandparents taught us how to be good at economics, good at being responsible. They never taught you what happens if you're bad. And then what this country did was we subsidized the bust outs and the drug addicts and the low lifes and the scumbags because we wanted to give them something you can never give anybody. And that's dignity. And you see the fails of what happens when you try to give dignity all the time. I'm literally shaking right now. I was just getting groceries, and I live in San Francisco, and I never really feel fully safe. If you live in San Francisco, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I just got groceries. I'm walking out of the store, and this guy is walking past me and says, move, you stupid bitch, and he spits in my face. Spits all over my face. And then I say, excuse me, did you just spit in my face? And he says, move or I'll rape you. There's also people everywhere and everyone's just walking by because they're like, I can't handle something else in San Francisco. It's always something else. See, now that's San Francisco. You know what the problem with San Francisco is? Oh, they got a lot of gun control. Oh, they got a lot of salary control and profit control. You know what they don't have in San Francisco? Scum control. So let me let me show you a place, you know, that's run by uh, better people than Democrats where they have a lot of scum control, and even the old-time citizens, the old-timers, they practice scum control, too. When the time comes to defend yourself, you best do something. The words of the 80-year-old homeowner who confronted two robbers. I walked in on them, and they downed me. They jumped on me in the hallway. But Tom Greer says he managed to get his 22 caliber Smith & Wesson revolver. He says when that unarmed couple saw his gun, they took off out the back door, and he followed. The lady didn't run past as a man, so I shot her the back twice. She's dead, and they told her off, but he got away. She says, don't shoot me. I'm pregnant with a baby. And I shot her. I like that guy. The guy says, spits in the girl's face, move her, I'll rape you. Nobody says a word. This guy finds two scum in his house. They run out, and he shoots him twice. Shoots the one twice. Lucky the other guy was fast. George in Naperville. Sean, the Democrats don't care about the debt, the economy. They are rich beyond their wildest dreams. It's the indictments against Trump is what they value. Yeah, I like when they indict him for lying when all they do is lie. Let's hear some more lies from the feeble fascist in between diaper changes. Until you get to the finish line. Because as great as this announcement is today, Uh we don't want to let up. We all know how tough this virus has been. Why are all of you old dirtbags around then? Jimmy Carter, still alive. The feeble fascist, still alive, spreading lies, walking free, a traitor to his nation. Cindy, parts unknown. Hi. Hello, how are you? Wonderful. I just wanted to tell you, you cracked me up. You're so funny. You're staying 
I mean, I'm as mad as you are, and it's just good to hear. Yeah, well, that's right. Because I, I don't talk like you, but that's what I love. Thank so you. I wanted to also say that he, uh, Biden, has opened, you know, he opened the borders during COVID, and while he's still giving speeches like you played yeah. about, you know, making sure you get all your shots and, you know, you don't have to wear a mask if you do this. Well, Cindy, he couldn't shut the borders because the cartels that bribe the Democrat politicians in very specific areas where the cartels operate in open air facilities, both in drug sales and child prostitution, uh, they couldn't disrupt that supply chain. After all, that funds all the inner city scumbags. And uh, he needed to keep that open. And it's also his bigger plan fits in the bigger plan of the Chinese communists to destroy this country while enriching China, his paymasters, who've bought a lot of land since Joe Biden has been commander and thief. Chinese analysts say Beijing is sending a warning to the United States by putting export controls on germanium and gallium. And this could just be the beginning of more restrictions on other critical raw materials. Is my Kung Pao here yet, Squirrel? Let's talk. I'm getting hungry. Uh, Eduardo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Sean. I'm listening to this guy, uh, Howard Tom, and he used to be from 1871, saying that Donald, President Donald Trump was a liar about a lot of things. But he forgot to mention Governor Purser with all that fraud and unemployment security. Oh, well, that's okay. Everybody knows the Pritzkers. They've been, they've been financial scallywags since they had a thin one. I believe his name was Grandpa Abe. He's the last one without a size 52 waist and a 19-inch inseam. Did you ever see his sister? Looks just like him. It's really uncanny. But this is the modus operandi of what the Democrats do. And you know, I don't stop with Joe Biden. When Joe Biden was getting bribed by the Chinese communists and by the oligarchs in Ukraine, who was the president, Eduardo? You know who. Obama. That's right. And that's called trickle-up corruption. Let's phrase that. Trickle-up corruption. Copyright that, squirrel. You know, because the dimwits are trying to attack trickle-down, you know, money. What is overshadowing his trip are these new details on his son's overseas consultings and how it really blurred the line between politics and profit. So we are now learning one of Hunter's former business partners visited the White House at least 36 times during the Obama years. Now, why would a bag man visit the White House during the Obama years when Joe Biden was off getting bribes? Why do you think that is, Eduardo? That's right. For the same reason that Barack owns the Magnum P.I. castle in Hawaii, destroying the heterosexual vibe in it the whole time. 312-642-5600. When they're talking. We are here today because Donald Trump is exerting an influence campaign. I don't like these attacks on the Department of Justice. We're talking. Uh, if you say something about an election, they want to put you in jail for the rest of your life. News, opinion, insight. It's a disgrace. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Why, why, why would an associate in corruption? I mean, after all, Rosemont Seneca was a shill passed through Bagman Company. Yet it raised a lot of money. I believe the Chinese communists gave it in excess of $1.5 billion. We can now trace directly to the tandem of stupidity known as the Bidens. Uh, what, $130 million? 
which is more than previously thought. Meanwhile, Fox has obtained this letter from then-Vice President Biden to another of Hunter's colleagues. It further contradicts the argument that Biden was completely removed from his son's work. All this- it would also explain why Joe Biden was tapped to be the president. I mean, after all, nobody liked him. He was the Kamala Harris of, of his era. As a vice president, nobody liked this dimwit. He was a joke and a punchline. Everybody knew what he was. And I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. But next to Fetterman, he's like Socrates. Anybody find Fetterman lately? Hello. Uh, Mike, Glendale Heights. Uh, hi, Sean. Uh, yeah, I've been here in Glendale Heights. I've been in DuPage County since 1970, and it's gone to, just gone to the hell now i had a clip i can't remember was it glendale heights or glenn ellen where the mayor and the aldermen are suing each other and they're filing fake reports? did you hear this scandal i think it might be glenn ellen but the shame of it is mike you were there through the glory years the 80s and 90s glendale heights was a great neighborhood great what happened yeah i don't know i've been a precinct committeeman for 20 years and uh when they redistricted, redistricted my precinct the last time, it was half and half. Now it's 80% Democrat. I only got eight votes as, running as a committeeman, so I'm getting out of here. Good for you. Missouri. Good for you. You should. You know, listen, you, got, you have one life, Mike. This is a difficult decision, and I know what it is. And you're, you're going you're gonna to tear yourself away, and you're going to hurt somebody. But ultimately... We don't know how many days we have, especially now that the government is clearly trying to kill us. What you need to do is make the most of them. And I I, I wish you the best of luck, brother. And by the way, don't forget to download the app because I need you to listen to me, okay? I'll do that. Thank you, Mike. Wish you the best of luck. He's going to be driving out of here. I can't tell you what it's like, Squirrel, when you finally move. It's like uh, quitting a job you hate or breaking up with an old girlfriend you knew was crazy but couldn't you know, stop because of the sex. And the minute you break up with her, it's like the air is cleaner, the food tastes better. You know what I'm talking about? You ever quit a job you hate? Nah, you're a kid. You don't know. Don't quit this job, especially not now. I need you, Rich. State of denial. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good. How are you? Listen to your show every day. It's great. Thank you, brother. I, uh, I just wanted to know if I uh, get pulled over by one of these illegal cops, can I place them under citizen's arrest because they're actually illegal? Brother, it isn't worth the headache because looking. It isn't worth the headache. What you do is you hang out 10 dineros or pesos or whatever you can get your hands on foreign currency so you make them feel at home. And you say, hey, Vato, Vato, how much for me to go home, Vato? That's what you say. Don't worry. I have been arrested in Mexico. It went smoothly until my friends had to bail me out. I think my one friend became a lawyer because he didn't want me to get shot in a Mexican prison. Rich, good luck. I wish you the best of luck. And uh, in Missouri, where our previous caller is moving, uh, they're not going to pull you over in Missouri. I don't think illegals will pull you over in Indiana or Wisconsin. I know they're not going to pull you over in Florida, Rich. So remember, you too have the luxury of mobility. Um, well, you haven't been kidnapped yet. Thank you very much, Rich. In state of denial, uh, we'll be. How much time do I got, sir? None. All right, let's go. We got uh, Craig Amount Greenwood. You got twenty seconds. Oh, okay, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, China gets to do every man. They they got all those uh, power plants going with the coal. Oh yeah. They got the oil. They got the thing. They got everything. We get shut down on everything like that. You can see clear as day and everything. This regime in Biden, it's all for the China, and they just squash America. They, they because of Obama and Biden kill America, destroy America. Their strategy to buy politicians to commit treason on their nation worked famously. They did have some downside. I mean, they had to put up with all kinds of 
ridiculousness themselves, the Chinese communist bastards. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat. And- Poor Fang Fang. I hope she was wearing plugs. We'll be back. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so I've had the pleasure of speaking to my next guest once before. She's the author of a very good book called Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. Aside from that, she began her legal career with the United States Marine Corps. And um, she worked her way through government. She went into private practice where she now currently serves as President Donald J. Trump's attorney. She is Christina Bob. Christina, how are you? Great. Thank you so much, Sean, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, you know, I have to tell you, I flew I flew back. I live in Florida, and I, I, I flew back to Chicago a little while ago, and sitting on the plane next to me was this wonderful old man, and he was a World War II veteran. And, you know, he's 90-something years old, and he was sitting across mm-hmm. the aisle from me, and he had his hat on, and I was reminded of my father, who was a Marine. He used to wear his Marine shirt, and I had relatives that fought and died in Vietnam and, you know, all the rest of it. And you, it's got to be very hard for somebody like you and veterans like you who gave your time for a principle that every day we watch be violated by a mafia posing as a government. It is disgusting to right. me. And I didn't do this. And, you know, I read an article today. Oh, the the uh, the military uh, morale is low. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 it, this is third world bull dung that we're watching, is it not? I agree with you. I share the frustration. Um, I, I feel like our freedoms are under attack. I know a lot of Americans feel that way. And it, it's hard to watch. It's hard to participate in. But I think, you know, I, I'm grateful for great patriots like you and others that are actually speaking the truth. A lot of people have gotten scared and are, are scared to talk about things. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to do that. But, you know, I, I, I joined the Marine Corps with the intent to serve my country. And uh, I feel like even though I'm not in uniform anymore, I'm still doing that uh, to some extent, the same way you are. And it's just different. You know, things aren't identified as clearly as they used to be. You know, what it means to serve your country and what it, what it means to fight for freedom. You know, it's just different than it was even just 10 years ago. And and I don't I try to avoid like the what about ism because I've known what Joe Biden is for five decades. He's a, he's a Democrat whore and he's been on the payroll of enemies to the, the philosophy of Americanism, both foreign and domestic mm-hmm. for his entire career. But this is a different level of what we're witnessing. However, what you're dealing with to me is is detached from Joe Biden. And the mafia. What you're dealing with is political persecution. I see it no other way. However, yeah. I, I am aware that as they're trying to um, prosecute Donald Trump for what he knew, there is an opportunity mm-hmm. here, is there not? Because I could yeah. just name two, two philosophies. Number one, I've got clips and I played earlier in my segment 
of the dimwit and diapers some call president talking about the vaccine and if you take it you won't die and you want they knowingly lie about every policy and when right. you have obamacare there's never been a more obvious known lie we have the history of unmitigated failure and corruption in the policies mm-hmm. so the fact that they're going to try this does this mean we can now get people that run on indicting these political whores who implement policies to destroy our economy well that's the precedent that they're setting i don't think their intent is to to do that i think their intent is to seize power control the government right if they get rid of donald trump or if they remove him then they've effectively seized power that i don't think they ever intend on ceding back to the american people so I think our freedom of speech, I think our freedom to have political discourse, political dissent and discussion is very much at risk with this indictment. I I share your assessment that uh, they're setting a very dangerous precedent by doing this. And I, I, I hope it fails. I believe it will fail. We need it to fail as a nation. But I, I hope once it fails, it's destroyed and never resurrects itself. You know, um, Marxism, communism, collectivisms of all kind and lies all have a great mm-hmm. offense. They all have a great offense because they're constantly on offense. However, right. truth truth only has defense. And the problem I think you have is that you're in such tainted communities. See, at this stage of America in 2023, where the Democrat Party has been lying since FDR pretended to be able to do a jumping jack, we now have these areas that are comfortable being lied to. We have the willing sloths and slaves to, to political corruption because they're in on it. And then we have the people that want to be in on it. That's why great cities like New York or San Francisco or Chicago are only remnants of what they were. So, But they still have a very strong and very corrupt system of, of political real industry. And the judges are a part of that. You're never going to get a fair trial. Everybody knows it from the guy who drives my car off after a car wash to the accountant I talked to this afternoon. Everybody knows the, the, the system is rigged. What's his real strategy here? Yeah. Well, the real strategy is truth and exposure. And I know John Loro, the trial attorney representing President Trump, has mentioned that he'd like to have cameras in the courtroom. I think that's a great idea. Uh, I think allowing the American public to see directly for themselves what's going on rather than going through the media, uh, I think, is a great way to do that. I'm sure that's a fight that's coming. Uh, I do think it's interesting that the leftist media hasn't been pushing for that and hasn't been advocating for that openly uh, either in this case or in the documents case down in Miami, um, you would think that that would be the first thing that all media outlets would want to say, hey, this is a historic case. It's of national importance. Every American needs to see what's going on. But but they're not. And they're not doing it because they want to control the narrative and they don't want the American public to be able to see for themselves what's actually going on. So it, it's a political it's political theater at its finest. And they're dictating a a non-reality to us. They're trying to dictate a non-reality to us. And I I think I think his best defense is just getting the truth out there. I mean, they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Donald Trump believed he lost the election, but that he concocted this lie to try to deceive the entire nation into believing that he has he's the legitimate one in power. Now, Whether you believe the election was rigged or not, I wrote a book on it. I clearly believe that it was a stolen election. But no matter what you believe about it, I think every American recognizes Donald Trump believes the election was stolen. So how they're going to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he concocted this as a lie 
uh, I think that's a very tall order. They're going to try. And then we put on all the evidence to show that it was stolen. And that was his state of mind at the time. You know, that's, well, that's how, I, I think that's you're how giving you're, you're doing what good people do. And my mother did this and most of my relatives do this. You're giving the benefit of the doubt that those people who would be jurors would share the same bar of convincing or the same bar of Americanism that you do. And that's a mistake. I can tell you being from Chicago because you have an entire section of this country that doesn't recognize blue for blue. And that's the position we're right. in. And they're they're Democrats. And that's who will yeah. be picked for the jury. So how long of this process do you have to uh, verify who will sit in the jury box, really in control of Donald Trump's future? Right. Well, that'll come way later. Like that comes when the trial starts. Now, Jack Smith is trying to push for a speedy trial, which I think is funny that he says that. He's like, and I'm going to push for a speedy trial. Well, the right to a speedy trial under the Sixth Amendment is a right of the defense, not of the government. The government doesn't have a right to shove a trial down a defendant's throat without the ability to have proper time to do discovery and take a look at the evidence and interview witnesses and, you know, do that, the, the whole trial prep. But that's what they're going to try to do here. And I'd point out, and I'm sure you're aware as everybody's been hearing, that Jack Smith has done this before. He did this to Bob McDonnell. Uh, in the former governor of Virginia, he was overturned at the Supreme Court eight to zero. We love to say, oh, that's so great. Look, at we yeah, but won. you ruined the guy's life. That's exactly right. And that's what he's trying to do here. The goal here is not justice. The goal is to destroy a political opponent. And that that's what they're trying to do with Donald Trump. So this will never under any circumstances be upheld at the Supreme Court. Uh, they've timed this in such a way where. They they want to inflict damage to the 2024 election, try to have it resolved in their favor. This is their goal. Even in D.C., even in D.C., I'm not convinced that they're going to win. I, I oh, I love I event. love how optimistic you are. I truly do. I mean, I could tell you're just a wonderful person, but you're talking to a Chicagoan and the same short in the pants mafia that destroyed this great city and great state, is in control of Washington, D.C. I call him Ferret Face, but you can call him Merrick Garland. He is a Chicago Democrat scallywag scoundrel. Jack Smith's wife is a producer, has worked, campaign contributed, the whole nine yards with everything from Barack Obama all the way to the Dimwood in diapers. You don't stand a chance. I get it, but let's do this. Let's make a deal. If, If we win at the trial court level... You have me back on your show and acknowledge that I was right. You were wrong. Oh, absolutely. I think think the defense has, I I think there's a very good defense that we'll see it play out. And, and if I'm wrong, you can have me back on and I'll say you were right. Well, we can play that game. (laughs) But I think, I think the American public is going to be really surprised at at what happens. And that's all the more reason why I think we need cameras in the courtroom. I think the, the, the level of pessimism on my end is because, Number one, there is no question in my mind the 2020 election was stolen. No question in my mind. The rules were changed. The principles of the nation and state legislature's authority were nullified through mafia corruption called the Democrat Party. And they got away with it. They got away with it. And here we are. Kind of. Here we are. Here we are. But they didn't get away with it in the sense that the the American people didn't notice. Right. They outed themselves when they did that. And so. Yes, they got away with it in the sense that Joe Biden is the president today, but I don't think they got away with it 
in the sense that they can do it forever now. I, I don't think they can. If I honestly thought, and remember, I wrote a book on this, I know. but if I honestly thought that it was irredeemable and that we couldn't, co- not fix the election, but correct the, the wrongs of the 2020 election for 2024, I don't think they'd be bringing these charges. I don't think they'd be indicting him. The reason they're indicting him is because they know that the American people have gone to work and they've cleaned up a lot of their local elections and they can't repeat 2020. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think that it's clean enough yet. Yeah. How I think about we Arizona? have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. We, we clearly have a lot of work to do, but we are doing the work, and the American people are doing the work. If they thought that they had a sure bet lock on this, they wouldn't be bringing these indictments. So now, Christina, Bob, riddle me this. Let's play a little game of, of future fascism. Let's say okay. that I'm right, and you unfortunately have to come on and tell everybody how yeah. mentally superior I was. However, but let's okay. say that that happens. What's the precedent now? Can now I... Somebody who has a job on radio who have never wavered since the election night, which I was covering. The only I said on air, and there's hours he stole it. The only way he could win is steal it. The whole you know before the shutdown, I was doing the election coverage, and afterwards, and never, never wavered on it. Can now I, as an American citizen who refuses to acknowledge the legitimacy of someone I, in my opinion, in my judgment, in my arrogant Americanism, have determined to be? illegitimate can i then be prosecuted uh well it's such a dangerous precedent for sure i I would say yes that's the slippery slope that they're opening up here um one i don't like i said i don't think it's going to be upheld at the supreme court so i don't think it i think it will eventually be cut off it just depends on how much it affects president trump but i think the left would say oh no, no no you didn't try to overthrow the government and then of course we'd come back and say but if you criticize you know the chicago mayor or some you know local politician saying that it was corrupt there's now precedent that yeah you you can be if somehow that impacts you know an, an official proceeding or whatever they want to say so yeah i i think your concern is very valid of course fascism has many tentacles and this is something right. that I, I i think and this is something and i i've had the pleasure very briefly of shaking Donald Trump's hand, it's not like he would ever know me. But this is something I think he should acknowledge to gain favoritism. His insistence that the vaccine was legitimate is an issue because it wasn't. Right. Now we have evidence that it not only was it not legitimate, it didn't help in any way, it now looks like it may have ramifications of all kinds yeah. to all different kinds yeah. of people. Yet the government, particularly the one that stole the election, has been in charge since Donald Trump was thrown out of office. They have insisted on fascism, telling me that they knew it worked when clearly they had information that it didn't. Why can't we then go offensive and sue the dimwit in diapers all the way to the office tramp pretending to be the vice president? Yeah, I mean, I think those are all valid concerns. Um, the, vac- the vaccine is not my area of expertise. I certainly don't advise President Trump on it. Um, no, but, but the I, principle I, of a knowing lie, which is at question, it is now illegal to disagree with the government. But we have the evidence in policies, but one very specific that's fresh in the mind of the Americans that changed the trajectory of the nation. Why not run with that ball? I, I mean, I, I think it's great right now. There's obstacles to it because the pharmaceutical companies had some. My understanding is that there's some level of protection of the pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I would so be will all I f- doing it. Will I fit in Trump's retainer? or Are you going to need another one for me when I try to hire you? So we sue everybody. Sue everybody. 
yeah. I, like I said, that's not my area of expertise, but I, I support it. I was fortunate enough that my employer did not force me to get vaccinated. So I'm grateful that I'm among the unvaccinated. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, and I, my heart goes out to those that didn't want to get vaccinated, but were forced to do so and now are suffering consequences. I mean, that's, that's the worst as Americans, nobody should be in that position. I've got a clip from this idiot in uh, in uh, what's the county, Fulton County, Georgia, who mm-hmm. says he's going to absolutely follow the protocol and fingerprint and give a mugshot to Donald Trump. How does the Secret Service allow that? And will that be negotiated or will the Democrat scourge in Fulton County get their wish and be able to bully around the next president? Yeah, his trial team on the ground in Georgia will certainly be uh, coordinating that. Uh, the Secret Service will also have a role in that, of course. I don't, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. If, if he takes the most out of Donald Trump, honestly, I think that only helps the president's campaign. Yeah. I mean, everything that they're doing that they think is like, you know, can, can oh, you we're going to now. Now you're going to fingerprint. You're going to run. You know, I've been booked. It ain't great. Can you imagine they're going to do that to the next president, a guy that everybody knows, no matter where he is? It's just it is. It's a certain level of third world preposterous. It's just third world crazy. It is. I I think it's all going to come back. It's all going to come back to bite them. It will. And I know I I look forward to coming back on your show when one of us is proven right. I completely Um, agree with you. I look forward to it, too. And I want to be wrong. Believe me, I really do. You are. You are. So that's good. <laughs> I've never felt better about being wrong than I did just now, Christina. This is truly an accomplishment. I hope my wife is listening. In the meantime, thank you so much for the book and for the fight. For the fight. I yeah. love that you're in there putting up the fight. Really. Well, you're a Marine. That's all you know how to do. That's all I got. Well, thank you. You as well. You're on the front lines with the media. Thank you for what you're doing and for having me on your show. All right. You take care of yourself. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Years ago, we all thought it was a joke. See, that every kid got a motherfucking joke. You know, it's interesting. We always always get a complaint or something by the way that I speak when I talk about Trump. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to tell you the truth. The last year sucked. Should have never went along with the Democrat roaches. Never. Should have known exactly what would happen. But you can't go backwards. And I'm hoping if he wins, if he's the nominee, if he's not in prison, he won't go backwards. But I do think he should address it. And there are people that say, oh, no, don't address it. No, no, no. You better address it. Because this vaccine bull dung was started under Trump. The $6 trillion to imitate the velocity of money under Trump. We're going to not talk about it? What, are we dating now? And I got to ignore the fact that your boyfriend was at the show? I'm not ignoring it. Can you tell? Did I just bring up an old memory? Perhaps. In the meantime, what are you really facing? Liars and frauds. The Education Department launched a new beta website this week where student loan borrowers can log in and see all of their options for paying off their student loans when payments resume in October. One of those options is the new save plan. For most borrowers, they will see an overall lower payment plan than what they were paying before. Kim Miller with Lutheran Social Service says the save plan looks at the borrower's income and family size to determine how low their required monthly payment should be. For many on the lower end, that number will be $0 a month. So they backdoor nationalize the giveaway to Democrat scourge. This is all it is. The bureaucracy paying off 
the foot soldiers of corruption and Marxism. It's like Chicago. You got some clout. How you doing? 50 thieves pretending to be aldermen, shaking down the citizens that don't little campaign contribution like Dick Mel and sweet Polly purebred uh, Blagojevich's wife. She was a real estate broker. She was an insurance broker. Who'd she service? Nobody. All the businesses in the old daddy's district, all the corrupt clout guys have to use her. Oh, I see how it works. You see, there's these Democrat counties all over the country, and they all suck, like Fulton County. So you guys are going to be shy about taking mug shots. Uh, will that procedure still happen in this, in this situation? Unless someone tells me differently, we are, we are following our, part, our, our normal practices. And so it doesn't matter your status. We, we have mug shots ready for you. Oh, I think it does matter. Fulton County corrupt sheriff, like Crook County. Only you got a little southern slang going. But you're still the same Chicago Democrat crook. Yeah, you are. And you're surrounded by them. Fulton County Commissioner Natalie Hall took the stand again today, this time in her own defense. The District 4 Commissioner told the court her former chief of staff initiated all of the sex they had and reportedly told her he loved not only her, but her two sons and even her mother. And for that, he got three jobs, all with the county, pay to play. Now, she's not as repulsive as our own Grady Preckwinkle. However, she's in a position of power and she decided to pimp out the offices. Calvin Brock has filed an EEOC complaint against Hall and the Fulton County Board of Commissioners claiming sexual harassment, wrongful termination, and back pay. By the way, this Fulton County, it is a true, disgraceful Democrat ghetto. You would not wish it on anyone. A family says a man was found dead, covered in bugs, inside his Fulton County jail cell. I'm Sean Gables. And I'm Rick Fulbaum. And tonight... So I wonder, is this the jail where they're going to book the president of the United States in this cockroach-infested jail where a guy was eaten by bedbugs? Did you ever hear of such a thing? Well, you were, you're not going to hear anything like this outside of a Democrat mafia-controlled sewer city. His attorney argues he got no medical help leading up to his death. Just look at where LaShawn Thompson was. No relation. No relation. Allegedly sleeping. This deteriorating cell in the jail's psychiatric wing. And we're told that LaShawn Thompson suffered from mental health issues. No relation. No relation, squirrel. Stop smirking at me. Atlanta News First reporter Zach Summers live at the Fulton County there, Zach, you just learned from Thompson's attorney, those images are disturbing. Ah, you kind of expect it in Democrat sewer areas, like you expect this. Doctor joins us from the federal courthouse. She has all the developments from court today. Angelique. Good afternoon, Christine. Commissioner Natalie Hall is still on the stand right now. She's basically telling the court that she had a close friendship with Calvin Brock, that that friendship uh, became a sexual relationship. Boy, it's like a Kamala Harris story, story, isn't it? So let me get this straight. You don't even have the decency to have sex in an office that people are not paying for. Jeez, Democrats. But she says the two of them had planned to go public and that he was supposed to get another job. Another job? You get a job and you get a job. It's like Oprah Winfrey. Headlines right now at the Fulton County Courthouse. The stage is set for another possible indictment of former President Donald Trump. A grand jury could announce a decision as early as this week. Doug Richards has a look at the increased security and road closures in downtown Atlanta. All right, let's take a poll. These Democrat scourges have to distract the people who are wallowing in the ghettos they build. 
Uh, today is Tuesday, Squirrel. Do you say it will be as soon as tonight or Friday? What are you picking? Pick, 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 pick. Come on, we do an office bet. You want today, tomorrow, or what do you want? Tomorrow. All right, Squirrel says tomorrow. Dominic Glendale Heights, when does Trump get indicted yeah, in another Democrat sewer ghetto? When? I think Friday. Friday. And you know what? On our side, we got nobody anymore. Everybody's. I couldn't agree with you time. more, brother. I mean, we got nobody. Time. Nobody. Nobody. No, because I'm going to tell you, I, I'm still carrying a grudge about the Trump with the with the with the six trillion dollars. The, but I love the fact what he did in the foreign policy. I love the fact what he did in the energy sector. And then I'm going to get the people that call like during the break. He's our one and only. And sadly, they're right. Sadly, they're right. That's the part that bothers me. Mark Wyamiller. Hey, Sean, I'm all in for Trump. That was a great guest you had earlier. And I'm going to see you at Cigar Night and the debate party so we can update. Our so you're a Trump guy. You've been a Trump guy since the very beginning. And you thought that interview was fine, right? Because we had a Trump guy call up and say I was all over her. I don't know what the hell that means. Are you not supposed yeah, to ask I, questions or think? Are you just supposed to wait for the Trump people to tell you how to do it? How does it work? Yeah, well, there are issues with the vaccine. And I hope he, you know, uh, saying that whole warp speed stuff, uh, there's definitely issues with that. And one that trillion question. dollars, one trillion. You know, Mark, we lose sight of the kind of money this is. But you know how hard it is to make money. You know how hard it is to keep money. You know what it's like to pay taxes on money. Imagine having one trillion dollars you never have to pay taxes on. And no matter what you kick out, doesn't matter. You got the money. You're held harmless. I mean, that's not a scam. That It, 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 it has to be addressed, Mark, because if it's not, I'm going to, I'm dead serious when I tell you I'm going to go with uh, with Reardon. I'm going to go John Galt and Hank Reardon. What do you think? Well, I'm not going to vote for Christie or Pence or any of these guys. So I'm in for Trump. I trust him. you got to look at the mega people and the mega movement, and that's who's supporting him, real Americans like you and me. And yeah, Mark, but I, I think you forget that he obviously doesn't know who John Galt and Hank Reardon are. They're two uh, characters from Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged, if you didn't know that. But what you need to know is what they stand for is a principle. And the problem I have is that we're losing those principles. And what you have to understand, the scallywag corrupt Democrats, they'll take any opportunity to profit, lie, distract, and steal. The safest thing for the country is for everyone to get vaccinated. And getting vaccinated is easier than ever. We've worked so Yeah. Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. How are we going to tear it all down if we keep funding it? How are we going to tear it all down if we're willing to write checks to fund it? Oh, by the way, we'll be butted up against the debt ceiling in about 35 days. That'll be a fun discussion. Do you think we won't raise the debt ceiling? How many morons are still optimistic? See, the Republicans are in on it, too. That's why it's very difficult, but you have to start standing for principles. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Hey, let's go. Now, you didn't have me on air when I just swore like that, did you, Squirrel? Let's go. All right, good. You know, you got to be. Because uh, I like to swear at these rats. You ask questions, they start banning. The LA City workers are preparing to walk off the job in protest tomorrow at LAX and other key locations in downtown. By the way, the president of this SEIU, these, these purple bandits, these 400 pound sloths, 
the president in L.A., he was the president of SEIU Union, where his base salary was like 400 and some thousand plus all the walking around. And don't forget the money for the Buick Roadmaster where they have to tow his fat ass in between meals. The new mayor of L.A. hires him. Ah, he goes to work for the mayor's office. And what happens? And do you know the kind of taxes people in L.A. pay? They pay more than the people in Chicago. Many of the workers planning to hit the picket lines are mechanics, traffic officers, sanitation workers, and engineers. KTA's Chris Wolfie joins us live at LEX, where operations will be affected by this strike. He's got more on what to expect from tomorrow's walkout. Guess what they want, Squirrel? More money, more money, more money. They already, on average, make 80000 a year, plus all their benefits. All their benefits. And they want more money. And who, who pays them? Is it like Chicago, where the average earner it, it makes less than the recipient of the union corruption? Eh, probably. Linda Palos Heights. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. I, when, the, when you were talking about Operation Warp Speed, I heard a really interesting take on it a couple weeks back. Another talk show, sorry. No problem. It was the person that called in and he was saying how his aunt explained it to him. It really made sense to me. All right. Hit me. What was going to happen with or without Trump? That was already baked in the cake. Hillary Clinton was supposed to be the the president and things were going to be a lot worse for us than what we suffered through. And Trump coming in with Operation Warp Speed and introducing a vaccine was his way of opening the country back up and kind of shoving it back to the corrupt decisions. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It was I, interesting. Under, I understand, Linda, but the justification of wrong things. I'm from Melrose Park. We uh, are the authors of it. I can show you 50 different guys who can justify why they did bad things, right? But the reality is, right. if you're not governed by a principle then this kind of thing can happen. Because I understand the intention. I really don't care. I'm sure John Dillinger had an intention. However, what he did was wrong. And the problem we have is once you break the the covenant between citizen and government, it can never be repaired. It's not a broken arm. You forever change the trajectory of the government's role in your life. They did not have the power to do what was done. I don't care how they put lipstick on it. You did not have the power to shut down the economy. I don't care if it's for two weeks or two minutes. You don't have that power. And then when you imitate it, I played the clips here, Linda. We passed a $6 trillion bill. What did that do for all of us? And now this idiot in diapers, he might, he, every bill is $6 trillion, $6 trillion, $6 trillion, $6 trillion. And, that, and now you bankrupt us. That's number one. Number two, you you write a trillion-dollar check to Pharma, who six months prior had a settlement record again every four years for lying to the people. That was with OxyContin. It's it's okay. It'll be fine. How many tens of millions of lives did that drug destroy as they paid doctors to give it to people as an alternative that had no side effects and wasn't addictive? So all they've ever done is lie, Big Pharma, which is why I won't take a fracking aspirin, and I mean that. In the meantime, you didn't know this? You didn't know that. I understand his intention, but I don't care. Because when you break the principle of freedom, you can never put it back together without a war. And that's what we're dealing with here. And this is why, and now look at him. Look at history. You have to acknowledge where we're at. He will never be president again because he should be president now. He's the only person in the country 
that the establishment of both parties, the duopoly of corruption, wanted to cheat, which is why we're in this position. Do you think something will change? It'll be the same. We won the last time, yet here we sit. So how, what are we going to have to pretend to overwhelm them where everyone will say, oh, no, I voted. We already did that. You can't produce the votes for Joe Biden, which is why all I ever wanted was a system that could be audited. My name is Linda. I live in Palos Heights. I voted for Donald Trump. Check. Now show me a Democrat. You can't do that. And if you remember the count, four hours of shutdown, they have the instantaneous response. They knew exactly where they needed to ballot harvest. Exactly. And that's why really only 40-some thousand votes. And then they woke up and magically he was winning by the exact same amount that Trump was losing by. And now if you say that... I hope to God, I know that your name is not really Linda and you're nowhere near Payless House, but you have to fear your government now because your government is, is now now prosecuting the most powerful guy to represent your and my philosophy. And they're not doing it because they're right. They're doing it because they're trying to intimidate me and you. But what they discounted on are that small section of society like me. I don't get intimidated. I get motivated. And, and I'm not going to run around with my head on fire. We thank you for that. We thank you for that oh, because you. we need people like you. Oh, thank, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm not going to run around with my head on fire and say, vote, vote, vote. I don't know. You have to prepare, prepare, prepare. Now, how do you prepare? Stop enriching Democrats at every level, at every turn, whenever you have a chance. You own real estate. You're paying taxes to the corrupt mafia that's laughing at you. Well, they steal your money and destroy your property values. Don't do it anymore. Sell it, abandon it, do something. But stop funding those people that hate you in both parties. Now, I know it's only a few states to live in, but so what? Let's make those the best states, and let's promote our real option, our only option, peaceful secession from a corrupt, illegitimate government led by a prostitute, a whore, an asset of the Chinese Communist Party and the oligarchs around the world. I'll be back after. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so very interesting to discuss our next topic, but the person I'm going to discuss it with is equally as interesting. She is the founder and president of the New York-based American Center for Democracy and the Economic Warfare Institute. She has more than 1,500 publications, five books. She is also the author of The Soros Agenda. She is Dr. Rachel Ehrenfeld. How are you, doctor? Hi, thanks. How are you? Well, I'm aggravated, doctor, because I'm well aware of uh, George Soros. I was a commodity trader in the late 80s all the way to 05. And I remember when he had the fund that shorted, I believe it was called the Quantum Fund, that shorted the uh, British pound in 92. But it was more than just shorting the British pound. He had a lot of information. He had a lot of political influence. And that's where he perfected destroying uh, uh, the value of currency and making himself a tremendous amount of money. Back in '92, he made 1.5 billion in one day, if memory serves me correct. And that was and when it, that it meant was the official version. He yeah. made much more. He made between 10 and 20 billion. 
in the 90s when that was yep. an impressive number. But what yep. he what he learned from that was how to practice that kind of skullduggery for the rest of his miserable life. And now it looks like he's handing that over to a rather effeminate-looking son. Is that not true? Well, um, his son looks uh, less important than his um, um, than his politics, and he's very he is if it can be if uh, if he can be, he's more radical than his dad. No. Uh, so Alexander Soros uh, said so himself. He said that he's more political than his father, and that he will contribute especially to all the things that his father supported. Plus, will invest more in um, abortion rights, in election, in voting rights, uh, in gender rights, in uh, transgender rights. Uh, so, um, in racial rights, uh, probably environmental rights. So, yeah, and apparently they both are already um, doing what they have done all along, but increasing the amount of money that they are contributing uh, towards the coming elections. Well, Dr. Ehrenfeld, you and I both know that is the virtue shield or the lipstick on the pig of the policy of invest to destroy and profit. While he's doing that, um, he's also visiting the White House. Do we know how many times he goes to the White House? Because I don't think he's going to abandon the plan of political destruction to profit. Although it looks like he's funding an agenda, what he's really funding and guaranteeing is economic failure of this country. That's the way I see it. I'm curious how you see it. Yeah, uh, you are probably right. What... what, um Young Soros is investing now, uh, is investing in the agenda. It's investing in turning the United States into the vision that his father had uh, and promoted all along. And this is really the destruction of um, the uh, democratic uh, capitalist um, constitutional republic. Um, a place without borders. Uh, um, really, it's not a country. It's um, it's a place where people don't have any any national identity. So we have now what seven million people that came across the border that were invited to come across the border uh, by the Biden administration from what 160 countries from all over the world. Who knows? Um, there may there may be more. Uh, actually illegals. I am speaking with you from New York, and we are inundated with um, uh, people all over the city, and unfortunately we have to pay for it. Well, that's the part that um, I think people lose sight of. There is actually a lot of profiteering of policy in failed areas. And as you're talking, this is everywhere that George Soros has invested in. George Soros was one of the first to invest in Ukraine after the fall of the Soviet Union. George Soros has a habit of particularly going after these countries that have very corrupted governments, which is why he thrives in Democrat areas. Do you think that there's enough law still in place in this country to avoid this kind of political suicide by paid-off politicians? Well, uh, unfortunately, we will will find out on... uh, (laughs) Next year, um, 
I would like to hope uh, that there are politicians that will uh, put their country in front in front of their pocket. Oh um, boy, doctor! If, if our if our hopes hinge on that. That makes me really nervous because what they're building, what it looks like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, I call it the Fourth Reich, but they call it the World Economic Forum or One World Government. But what they're building is an oligarch system, correct? Well, it is. And um, at the same time, I mean, in order to facilitate that, uh, our free speech is being denied. Uh, Our other rights uh, in the Constitution are being rights and challenged all the time, and uh, everything, and and the government is really, the Biden administration is ruling by fiat. Uh, So all the regulations about what you can, um, what you can cook on, what you can drive, uh, what kind of appliances you can have, uh, where to buy, where not, I mean, everything, uh, what kind of vaccines you should have, Everything is being dictated by fiat. It's not by congressional uh, resolutions. So it's one way to avoid it. Um, and and it, it will be very important to be able to um, really uh, track all the um, executive, uh, executive orders that uh, Biden had issued in order to be able to reverse them. If, if it is possible to reverse and limit the damages. You know, Doctor, I'm intrigued by the name of uh, your foundation that you started. Um, in particular, it's called the American Center for Democracy, but I, I'm really intrigued by the Economic Warfare Institute. Well, if, Economic Warfare Institute, uh, if, you, if you look, free speech is about economics. Uh, I, can, I can silence you. Um, I can uh, harass you. Uh, bully you into silence uh, if I can sue you. I have a lot of money, you don't. I will win and I will shut you up. And this is, this is why it is, it's about economics. Yes. And uh, many people don't even know that they can uh, go to court. Uh, now, this is not to speak about the, um, the fact, uh, not to mention the fact that um, going to court doesn't always help anymore because there are many people... Uh, many attorneys, uh, uh, prosecutors who were elected to office with Soros's funding, and many judges in places where judges are elected have been elected with Soros's money. Where is the opposition? Where are the conservatives? Where are the people who are patriotic? There are plenty of them who have a lot of money in this country, but they are sitting on it. Mm-hmm. They don't put their money where their mouth is if, if they actually... Uh, say something loudly, usually they are quiet. Uh, if if uh, Americans really want to keep the country that they were lucky to have, and as you can hear, I have an accent. Mm. I, I came to this country because I thought, I had the illusion that this is where freedom thrives, and I'm seeing it being taken away, and my heart is broken. So Americans don't know what they will lose. No. Uh, so they really have to fight in order to keep it. You know, there's an interesting thing happening, Dr. Aaronfield, and I say this as a Chicagoan. The ideology of Americanism, which is what you and I are talking about, have been bastardized in very specific Democrat corrupt areas like 
California, specifically San Francisco and the rest of it, but Chicago, New Jersey, New York. However, and you're right, to a certain extent, people are being quiet, but I don't like the idea, and I'll tell you why, I don't like the idea that we should throw money and promote a system of open and notorious political bribery where we give millions of dollars and they pretend to represent us the whole time living like entrepreneurs and successful businessmen themselves. But it's interesting to see the mobility taking place, the transformation of people who are leaving for freer areas, better run states. And I, I do think there's hope in that. I'm wondering if you think that might be the answer to the future of states that shore up be. principles. It might be, but uh, it should be. However, the uh, usually um, infectious uh, political diseases that come from California usually end up in the rest of the country. So in order to prevent it, I be- I'm a great believer in prevention, you have to educate the people. And when I speak about giving more money uh, in order to change the situation, I'm, co- I'm talking about having more radio shows like yours, mm-hmm. having more television channels, uh, having more online uh, outlets that educate the people, and even, pr- and even print. People still read print material. It's very important to educate the public uh, about their rights, and about what America used to be about. Yes. You know, I'm interested in your perspective. What year did you come here? I came here in 1985. Oh, wow. That's the best time to go. Really, a renaissance. Because it's fascinating when you look at the similarities between the, the, the 60s, 70s, and now. The difference, in my opinion, is the tolerance for open and notorious political corruption by the American people. And when you, you know, you see great cities, New York is a fantastic, absolutely wonderful place that has been completely destroyed by political ideology. When yeah. you, when you talk to your friends that you've had for all these years who think like you and me, what do, what do they come up with? What is their conclusion? Do they want to see a renaissance? Do they think it can happen or have the most of them moved to Florida? They do. Uh, and as you said, most of them moved to Florida. Uh, some moved out of the country, some moved to um, the Carolinas, but they certainly left, uh, left New York. And uh, it's, it's, uh, they really don't, they, they feel very bad, but they say, okay, so we went to freedom, we, we moved to, um, to Florida, and they are very concerned about um, some major changes happening there because so many people who left because of uh, economics, um, bring, bring their ideology with them. Yes. In addition, we have all these millions of people who arrived in this country, and in many places now they are getting IDs, um, supposedly to be able to work, um, and um, they have driving licenses, and, and they will end up voting. Uh, and this is, and who knows how they will vote. So um, it, is, it is very concerning. And uh, moreover, this comes also with a huge uh, rise in drug addiction all over, this, yes. all over this nation. Yes, which never seems to have a supply chain problem. You know, no, 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 no. To the contrary, <laughs> during, you had much more drugs 
and more drug addiction and more overdoses than you had before. And who was the person single-handedly who managed to get this uh, drug legalization uh, laws uh, everywhere? It was George Soros. He started it in 1994-1995. And I wrote at the time, uh, publishing several newspapers, uh, that uh, un- unchallenged Soros will be able to change the political landscape of the U.S. Yes. Unfortunately, I was right. I know you were, and it's really upsetting, but I knew you were going to be. You're very smart. I've been uh, reading your stuff and aware of you for a long time. The sad part is the, the, the difference between those eras I talked about, the 60s and 70s, is the character of the citizen. And now you have a citizen, in particular in our areas where I'm from and where you live now, like Chicago and, and New York, they're very comfortable with government corruption and government fascism. And it yeah. reminds me of the stories of the former communists from Cuba and Venezuela and Europe. Do you see a similarity in the American citizen to the corrupt socialist in Europe? Absolutely. I see it, uh, I see it all over. I mean, I came from Israel, and what is happening there, they are very similar to what's happening here. They are trying to overturn the left, also supported by Soros and his friends, and the Biden administration and uh, EU um, countries are, um, are trying to overturn and to depose, actually, uh, prime minister and government that were elected by the majority of the people in Israel. Um, so uh, this is, this is it's very similar to what is happening here. And, and there is always, you know, our rapprochement from the Biden administration uh, if uh, a new election in, in Europe leads to a conservative government they don't approve of. So the prime minister of Italy came to, um, uh, to visit uh, uh, Biden. Yes, and he held and her hand for an uncomfortably long time. Go ahead. Uh, and she and she um, uh, and there was no press conference. She she was not deemed important enough. Or yeah, I know he didn't want to be seen with her. So this has been all this. How to progress with all this progress, so-called progressive agenda, have been charted by Soros, and that's what I have described in this book. And I think it's important to read for people who want to do something to counter it, because if you know the enemy, you can actually plan how to counter their actions. She is Dr. Rachel Ehrenfeld. The book is The Soros Agenda. Dr. Ehrenfeld, I want to tell you, I am so proud that you are here fighting for principles so many of the American citizens take for granted and are willing to give away. I honestly think that what will save this country are people who come here from oppressed areas or people who come here for the ideals you came here for and you continue to fight for on a daily basis. Dr. Rachel Ehrenfeld, thank you so much. The book is The Soros Agenda. I appreciate you making time for me. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is The Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. This rotten majority, I mean rotten, open and notorious, bribing politicians to create policies that destroy our nation because he's shorting the future of America. 
set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. There is one person who was very deeply involved in Ukraine. He sounds great, huh? Hope he dies too. Uh, and, and that's Biden. He had a lot more patience. In 1992, the British pound, there was a currency <laughs> that was shorted. And then as he was shorting it, he was involved with politicians who were making decisions to devalue and basically destroy the currency. And he made a fortune. They say he made $1.5 billion, but as you heard Dr. Rachel say he probably made between 10 and $20 billion. Guys like this don't give money away. They invest it to make sure they can continue the profiteering of terrible policies. And I had in, in trying to convert Poroshenko into a democratic leader. But- that reminds me of all of the policies that are affecting America. Well, my next guest has long warned about the move to de-dollarize and says that a global monetary reset is already well underway. In fact, China just said, no soup for you. Multinational companies say they're being caught in the geopolitical crossfire between the two superpowers. Business confidence has eroded. What are you really talking about? Biden's got a plan. Right now we're running way behind China, but you guys are getting us in the game. Which guys is he talking about, Squirrel? Oh, the bankrupt phony bus company? Proterra Incorporated, a company that produces heavy-duty electric vehicle components, has filed for bankruptcy. Yesterday. And today the dimwit in diapers says it's going, to be, it's going to be the way of the future. We're going to win back from China. But China bribed Joe Biden. China bribed no, numerous, numerous senators and congressmen. China has been playing this game a lot better and a lot longer than the dimwits called Democrats. Mike and Cicero. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Splendid. How are you? Good. Sean, I heard it some about a month ago. And if you read, you know, think about it. The last line of the Star Spangled Banner, if you, if you read it one way, it sounds like a question. Oh, say, does that Star Spangled Banner yet wave the land of the free and the home of the brave? And I think if you think about it as a question, I think every time we, we, we hear that national anthem, we should think about it. Where is this country going? Mike, it's an excellent. Really the free? It's an excellent point, and a wonderful reminder of the of the idea of exactly who does occupy, who does support the government of corruption and fascism, and who wants to be free, because it definitely takes bravery. It's an interesting, interesting think- point, Mike, and that's why when you are in these states, Mike, if I could convey one thing to you. I know what it's like to live in areas like Cicero. I know what it's like to be surrounded by people who celebrate the destruction of the principles of this country and pretend to be winning. But that's not everybody in this nation. And I think there's more of us for now than of the Democrat scallywag mafia members. I do. But I just let think us, we, we us, lose sight of that from time to time. Let us, let us think about that the next time we hear that Star Spangled Banner. And on what side are we on? Thank you, Mike. I know what side you're on, and you know what side me and my audience is on. We'll be back after this to talk to a Democrat if he's not passed out from eating after this. No soup for you. 
He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. San Francisco a couple years ago, there was a target change their reporting mechanism. I don't know if it's software. I'm not sure exactly how to do it. But in one month, they accurately reported thefts taking place at the target in terms of when they intervened and there was an identifiable theft. It caused throughout the state for that month, throughout the city of San Francisco, for property crimes reports to double in one month because of one target. It's rampant. That's only part of the picture. The other part of the picture that no one is really talking about publicly is the employees that don't want to come to work and be exposed to that because of it being told, don't contact anyone, what might happen. And the shoppers that stopped coming to stores. You just had Nordstrom's in San Francisco close after 35 years. They're one of their hallmark stores that is a huge store in San Francisco closed because the theft and people not wanting to come there to shop or people not wanting to come there to work. If you walk anywhere near in that area, it's very obvious to anyone why it is that that happened. So what has happened is the ideology of law has changed in this country country the principles of it i want you to remember something no matter how poor you were in this country if someone stole a horse they were hung hung no matter how far you go back this was a country that had the principle of law now you have specific areas where the principles of law have been bastardized and changed where the government now protects the perpetrator and the scallywag and the scumbag and how does this happen well first it starts with propaganda with teen takeovers targeting some communities in Chicago, causing concern and chaos, a local business owner is now offering to help kids get jobs to try to keep them out of trouble. As WGN- This sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds excellent, doesn't it? Really does. John Lewis reports from Woodlawn. One young man says it's already turned his life around. It's really interesting how fast some things can happen. This whole program began just a few days ago when a social media post went viral. That what was that social media post, you ask? Where do you hear this? Post asked the question of teens and parents, would you like to have an opportunity for a job to stay out of trouble? Well, that's the lipstick on the pig. See, that's, that's a Chicago talking Madigan, mannequin, huh, you might as well say Madigan, mannequin of Democrat fraud. I've got jobs and mentors for any teen train kids, any carjackers who want to work. And- That's the tweet. Any carjackers who want to work. That's how the tweet starts out. All right. Let's see how this goes. And it went viral. <laughs> Businessman Early Walker wrote that post after the latest teen trend takeover just last week in South Loop. It brought out hundreds of young Chicagoans through social media. And it turned destructive. Being able to understand that and being able to understand that these kids are... In fact, for, for just for now, I know it's illegal to think or say things. Let's call it a mob. It was a mob of corruption and scallywag crooks. Way more advanced, way more creative. It's way more temptations to deal with now. And I think that that's the real of this, right? Yeah, did you know, Squirrel, there's way more temptations to deal with now in America as opposed to when you couldn't eat when you didn't have shelter, when you didn't have a bathroom or indoor plumbing. In fact, right now, this is by far the most difficult time in America if you're a moron or a Democrat. Is that at the end of the day, we have to be able to meet them where they are. The restaurant Jerk 48 was one of the first to respond to walk. Jerk 48. I could think of 4,000 Democrats that could own that restaurant. 
jerker. Inviting these teens looking... Oh, you, you mean jerk like jerk chicken, not jerk. You're a personal jerk. Okay, now I get it. ...for opportunities here for an introduction on applying for jobs and a possible job for themselves. Among those here is 19-year-old Devante White. He fully admits to committing crimes in the past, including a carjacking and... Where is where is my Cadillac Eldorado? I think we have a suspect, Devante White. He fully admits to carjacking very recently. And participating in a teen takeover earlier this summer. Okay, so we've got a suspect who perpetrated a carjacking. Do we not care about the guy who was thrown on the ground, if we're kind? Was the carjacking one with shooting or just a beating? How did he take the car? Do we care about the insurance company that had to pay the insurance? What happened to the car? Don't worry. Everything for Devante is going swimmingly now until he wants another car. Says it came from following his friends and not being true to who he wants to yeah. be. It's a lot of things that I regret. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Cry me a river. Remember the smallest violin? I still have one of those. Because what I understand that most people don't is when Devante starts to become a legitimate taxpayer and he earns his money and then all of a sudden he gets his payroll check and he realizes that the government took 50%. Well, Devante isn't going to wait around for that 50% to equal an Audi. He's just going to take another one and quit his job. That's the reality of things and how it works. Right, Cream Puff Jim? You know how Democrats think. What are you eating? Yeah, Sean, I'm thinking about Paul Manafort. He's unemployed. He's having a Siberia skiing. Now, wait, but Paul Manafort, is that the, is that the peculiar-looking guy? The master, the, the master of Russian disinformation. Oh, Wayne Newton. Uh, one, of the, one of these candidates can help. He can help one of these uh, Republican candidates in, in two weeks. One of them should hire him because he could do some damage in the uh, battleground states. Well, didn't Poroshenko hire Paul Manafort? Wasn't he the liaison of corruption? Well, he, well, he was. He was with the Trump's nephew and his son. They met with a guy and discussed yeah. how he could help him. Well, he was his manager. He was Trump's campaign Yeah, manager. but it's funny to me because why you know did what? he pardon him? Why did he pardon? What did he do anyway? I couldn't remember what he did. What well, he, he was did it treason. Actually, or? He did. He did. He did a service. He arranged for policies to be. Uh, uh, given to Ukraine because he was a registered foreign agent. But who wasn't a registered for foreign what, agent? What, what Wait a minute. Now, it, right? Hold on. Now I let you talk. Who wasn't a right. registered foreign agent was the crack-smoking, whoremongering, sister-in-law banging son of Joe Biden. But that doesn't bother you. The guy who earned his entire The guy who earned his entire career as a lobbyist for 30 years, who I agree with you is a scumbag, but at least he was an upfront scumbag. He's the one you have a problem with. But the son of a president who was bribed and now your tax dollars and your fellow Democrat slot send $125 billion to Ukraine. That doesn't bother you. Paul Manafort bothers you. Is it because he's got your look like Wayne Newton without the talent? Is that what bothers you? Well, he's a little overweight, but what, what did they pinch him for? They pinched him for, I believe, not putting down the $13 million that he allegedly took in cash even though he registered was a registered foreign agent, and what they got him for, ironically, is tax evasion. But what's funny, too, is Roger Stone, who's another creepy son of a dog. You want to talk about a creep? Creep. Roger Stone, ironically, went to jail for something that I find funny. His registered foreign agent status and, and agreement had lapsed, although he was one, and he did a year in prison. The FBI kicked his door in. 
But the crack-smoking, sister-in-law-banging, whoremongering son of the president, who was never a registered foreign agent, made tens of millions of dollars, and the Democrats say, Gatsangul. See, you think you're going you to outsmart me by, but am I supposed to defend Paul Manafort and Roger Stone? To me, you're all, they're all scumbags. And you want to know something? They supported Democrat politicians far more than Republicans. So it's well, an interesting yeah, know, but, thing. Yeah. But he was the manager. Trump's manager. Yeah. <laughs> and he opened for, for an Elvis impersonator, the Wayne Newton look and freak that he was. See, I know what Ukraine is. Do you? Most corrupt nation of the former Soviet Union. I'll be back after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. There he is. He really does look a lot like Paul Manafort. But Paul Manafort would be a masculine version of Wayne Newton. Uh, George Conway, not so masculine version of, of, of Wayne Newton. Why are you gay? Yeah, I don't know either, you African newscaster man who I love to death. Uh, I don't know. Chuck and Dullivan. Hey, I'm, I, you were talking about making that new flag. I've got it all planned out already. It's a pure white flag. It's got the Sears Tower on the upper right-hand side, the Hancock on the left. Missickle? Castle on the bottom. Is and then the insignia with the stars for the police on the left. And then right in the center Sickle. is a picture of the bean. Is a picture of the bean with one of the young kids that lived in Chicago blowing smoke out of the end of a barrel of a gun. No, that's that's too so violent. That, I think it should be the bean with the overlay of the hammer and sickle that these communist rat Marxist mafia bastards practice. I like it though. I like it. We could tweak it a little bit. Uh, Kevin, Austin, Texas, two times. Hurry up, Sean. Yeah, I know the no, Republicans are great. Councilmen, go to help him. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the fact that you come around that uh, you, you're not going to find a great man. I want to say one thing real quick. You're talking about Hunter Biden. I think Hunter Biden is just a frustrated podiatrist with his alternative method oh. of healing women's feet. Ooh. At any rate, um, you, you're a, creating a, a community way. out there. You've got Jim and Lyle, Tony in Riverside, Don in Bloomingdale, uh, George in Naperville. And, uh, who else you got? Uh, Cindy from Parts Unknown, Mike in uh, Glendale Heights, but he's out going out of town. And you got Craig in Mount Greenwood. Linda in Palos Heights, Mike in Cicero, Tom in Blue Island, and I think it's Jim and Eddie in Park. I have more faith in those people if they got involved at the precinct level in the GOP. You're doing what a lot of good people do. You're you're hearing what you want to hear. Donald Trump is just, he he just happened to be the right guy at the right time that fit it. You're hearing what you want to hear because we're doing a lot better than that. In fact, our numbers are up again right there, honey bunny. What we're doing is giving an alternative to the option of lesser of two evils and the idea that we must practice in a duopoly of corruption. What we are doing is demanding for principles. And think about the 74 million people that were robbed in 2020. What if each and every one of them said, I think I'm going to go for John Galt if I I don't have a system that I believe in. That's how you really change things. David and Lansing, you can ruin a show. You got 30 seconds. (laughs) Hey, Sean, you were talking about that San Francisco store that's shutting down. Um, my, my question is, can Democrats, maybe Cream Puff Jim tomorrow can clarify this, can Democrats detect irony? Because on one hand, they, they hate the idea that they live in food deserts where they can't get, like, lettuce. Yeah. On the other, on the other hand, hand, they don't want lettuce. I like it, see? It's a double entendre. They don't really want lettuce. 
Jim thinks that a pizza is an appetizer. I get it. We'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.